Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Rookie in the Vet. I'm your rookie, Dante Furco, here with your vet, Darren Leeds. And we are finally at the start of the high school football season, yeah. ready to kick off. Um, you know, the first week of practices, a lot of changes because of the heat. Yeah. I know a lot of teams are practicing indoors. They're practicing at 8 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock in the morning. Crazy. So it has been unconventional first week. But the kids have been, these. yeah, putting in work with this weather that we've been having here recently. Season's kicking off very soon here. Uh, we've got our Friday Night rival show that's going to be starting up. Mm-hmm. We're going to be out at all those games Um, We'll go over the schedule um, towards the end of the show. But, yeah, wanted to kind of talk about, you know, some of the big teams here in our area, some of the teams that we're going to be covering this season. Um, And first up, I mean, definitely heading into a new era with Sacred Heart Griffin. Um, Ken Leonard is gone. Now turning the reins over to John Allison. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year's state champions and... I want to just get your take. Do you think we see a regression, or do you think we continue to see dominant play of football from this squad? It's tough. They definitely lost a good group of seniors. You yeah. are losing your ultimate senior in Ken Leonard. I mean, not in a senior citizen way. Sure, I, I sure. Did, I, I got I, what I, you no, mean. It was his last year. <laughs> Love Coach Leonard. Saw him actually at the Old Dominion <laughs> concert last week. Um, you, you lost a good group of guys, but it's Sacred Heart Griffin. They're gonna. They produce talent every year. You know that private school. Um, I don't know if John Allison is kind of running that same offense as last year. Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure because uh, a lot of times we change coaches. You're changing the style of play yeah. as well. Playbook goes with them typically. But, yeah, but when Al- I mean Allison's been there for tw- what twenty years. Yep. And so he. I'm sure it's pr- pretty much the same. But it's it, it's an, it's gonna be a new a little bit of a new culture. It's a. You react different when you get a new coach, but it's like I said, their their history has kind of. While so many groups have left, the talent has stayed, if you could say. Um, so I, I I don't think they're going to regress too much, but I think we may see them take a little bit of a step down. Maybe lose a game, a couple games in the in the regular season. But if you were to ask me right now if they are the best team in the Springfield area, my answer would probably be no and no? we'll get to that with okay. the next team but there's a team in their conference that i uh i really like over sacred heart griffin i was gonna say looking at you know just some of the scoreboards from them from last season um obviously a very explosive and dynamic offense that ken leonard was running there i mean we're looking at games where they're putting up 56 63 oh, yeah. just hanging crooked numbers on people left and right mm-hmm. um points for last season 742 points against 176 so almost a 
five to one, six to one kind of ratio mm-hmm. of kind of the scores that they're putting up on people. So that defense is definitely very strong. The offense is definitely very strong. And so it does seem like that school, the kids who are coming up are a product of the system and you don't really see a whole lot of regression from season yeah. to season. They continue to be, you know, very dominant um, over in that area. Um, blanking on the name of the conference. So the Central State 8. That's right. Um, which I think technically it's like 9 at this point, especially with Lincoln going in. Um, but, yeah, really good conference. They're, it, it feels kind of like the Big Ten in a way. Sure. They remind me of the Big Ten. I mean, I guess we're seeing conference realignment in uh, high school, I guess, as well. Um but definitely a really good conference. Going to be really competitive this year for them. But they have dom like like any team. They've dominated their conference over recent years. They actually what was so interesting is last year in the playoffs they played a conference team in Rochester to go to the state championship. So I mean they have teams alongside them that are gonna fight back this year. And yeah. uh, Rochester is one of them that we'll get into in a minute. But they uh they have a it's similar schedule you you don't get many out of conference games um when you're in high school there's not enough games to work with especially when your conference is continuing to grow yeah so for the most part i know they're heading out um to normal community this week out in it's like the bloomington area correct yep yeah so that'll be i don't think it'll be a true test or much they should be able to take care of business but it's um, some a team they may not be too familiar with. Yeah. Um, and but I think I, th- I think from the interviews when we talked to John Allison, he seemed confident in this group. He doesn't he didn't really feel like um, you know it's anything to be anything to be worried about under this new leadership. Okay. So I think they're going to be a team. Uh, it's right up there again, but we'll see if they have state championship uh, in them. Okay. Could say. And then I was going to say that brings us over to Rochester, another very dominant program. Mm-hmm. And this one uh, coached by Ken Leonard's son, Derek. Yep. And it seems like SHG has kind of been the thorn in Rochester's side. Yeah. Um, I mean, their only two losses last year were to SHG. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're looking at trying to – take over the conference, become the new, yeah. you know, powerhouse. What what are your thoughts on on that happening? Yeah. I mean, for starters, I think uh I think a thorn in their side is an understatement because they they're just SHG's always taken down Rochester at this point. I mean, last year you mentioned they lost twice to SHG. That one was in the state semifinal game and yep. I think the other one was like the first game yeah, of the season. it was the first game of the year. So it was the first and the last. And the poor Rockets, they were up by 28 points in two separate occasions in that state semifinal game. And they lost by like 14. Like that swing of being up 28 to losing by 14. Yeah. Like that only happens to like, I don't even know. It's It, it does not happen to really good teams. You don't see that often. Right. So that, that was a – I know that's in the back of their mind. They talked about that when we t- when we spoke with them. Um, but they got a great coach in Derek Leonard. He learned from the best. Obviously his dad. Um, but, yeah, like I said, they they are a good program. Um, and that's the team that, as I mentioned in the beginning, that I think could really take a step in kind of stepping into that top team in the Springfield area. 
over SHG. They have a, a good core returning. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Rochester this year. Yeah, and that's going to be one question I'm going to ask from a number of these teams mm-hmm. is with a lot of them graduating a number of starters, yeah. I'd say 95% of their starters with some of these teams, do you think bringing back those core players, and I mean Rochester, Sacred Heart, Griffin, obviously there's that rivalry there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is the season that Rochester kind of – does kind of start to take that leap and they move to that number one spot and maybe SHG is number two or they're just kind of going back and forth yeah. in the years to come here. Oh, yeah. I think I think Rochester will take that step forward. I think but it's, it's, it's now or never. Right. And you talked about kind of guys leaving and um, it's – as someone who played a sport, you know, those juniors that are now seniors, that – I hope that's pushed them that those two losses to SHG last year and that uh, blown lead in that semifinal game even pushed you to be better. So they're going to come out firing this year. I um, mean, yeah, I think I think they do take that step forward, um, and we could see them in Memorial Stadium in November. And I don't think that's a bold prediction. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's something I could say with confidence that this team, if all things go right and they don't let SHG take them down, they they could and possibly will be Memorial Stadium come the end of November. All right. You heard it here first. Dante said it. <laughs> I will mention, too, taking on Peoria game one. Okay. Um, that's on the road. Uh, a lot of these teams are kind of opening up oh, on the road. Yeah. And that's made that's made scheduling for, like, kind of our photogs to, so we can get out and get that video for everybody. Made it difficult week one because there's not many games close. Yeah. Like, not many games close. They're all kind of on the road. So maybe that makes week two a little easier. Yeah. Uh, going out and getting those. But week but... one, definitely going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And especially on our next team that we're talking about, uh, which is Tuscola. Mm-hmm. But they're traveling to Illinois Wesleyan yeah. to play St. Bede in their first game, which is, what, like a two-hour road trip for Saint them? Bede? Or to Illinois Wesleyan. To Illinois Wesleyan. I think that's... Or are they two hours apart, the two schools? I, I think, yeah, two, hour, okay. two, two and a half hours So a one-hour drive. Because I think Illinois Wesleyan's Bloomington? Correct? Honestly, I do not know. Yeah, I, I think it's Bloomington area because I remember I did a story there. Uh, they held a Shrine Bowl at Illinois Wesleyan, actually. So they got a nice turf field, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, yeah, it was, they kind of met in the middle, neutral site. So neither of them had to go two hours or whatever. Or not, yeah, two hours. Um, but, yeah, they're starting on the road, too, St. Bede. Um, Coach Andy Romine told me doesn't he honestly didn't know much about, doesn't still doesn't know much about St. Bede. Um Nobody really here does because it's a, it was a, as you mentioned, obviously a team that doesn't come around to the central Illinois area often. So there's not much film on them. You can't, there wasn't much online to kind of learn about him. He was telling me, um, but to school is a team I like, um, a little bit of a smaller school, not in that same category as SHG and Rochester, but they're a team that produces athletes. I mean, they made a state championship run last year for basketball. Okay. And some of those guys are on this football team, so just pure athletes. Um, so I like them as a sneaky team to make a run this year in the playoffs. For St. Bede? Uh, Tuscola. All right, all right. Tuscola. I was going to say, yeah, last season, 9-3 and three record. Yeah. Um, they – Kind of made a pretty good push in the playoffs. Only mm-hmm. a couple games shy of making that yeah. state finals trip. Um, 
But they're going to be looking at that quarterback, Jordan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Big guy. Big guy. Six not, in like, not in a bad way. He's just right. a tall, tight end looking right. player turned quarterback. And so it sounds like, you know, things are really clicking for him, according to their head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really going to be looking for his, you know, veteran leadership in the huddle, on the field. Yeah. Um, but definitely this is his offense to run. Mm-hmm. And... It seems like, from what coaches said, he's made a really big jump from last season to this season. Yeah. And so, kind of relying heavily, um, does his play make or break this squad, do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very talented. And having that year under his belt from last year going into this year is only going to help him be a better player. And like you said, Coach mentioned just that, the leaps he's seen from Jordan. Uh, he's 6'3", like... That's for high school. You don't see many six three quarterbacks. Maybe right. around that six foot range, but six three is a tall kid. He's. I think he was. I don't classify him as a center in basketball, but I think that's kind of what he played uh, for them last year in basketball. He's an athlete. He's a pocket passer, but don't count him out running. Okay. Because I mean, he's a quick guy, but he's got a very talented arm, um, and you know they they lost a few seniors. Some impactful seniors, but the amount of guys now in the senior class um, that they have with experience, they're they have they have what it takes to kind of be a pretty dominant team this year. Could have hopefully maybe better than that nine and three record. And yeah. They maybe only slip one game or two games, but um, they played a lot of close games last year. So hopefully this right. year they can kind of blow some teams out, sort of say, um, and kind of not stress so much come the end of the game because i remember watching a couple of those last year that it uh kind of came down to the last couple minutes and correct me if i'm wrong you said they also have a pretty talented wide receiver core over in tuscola i do like the wide receiver core yes they um what jumps out with them uh speed okay definitely speed they also um i noticed i don't want to give away too much i saw some screen packages got it saw some screen packages where it just it looked like things were clicking okay. at practice. There wasn't a hesitation, wasn't a dropped ball, um, but some not too tall, I would say, which may be a concern. I think at high school it doesn't matter too much. Sure. Um, but you can obviously use that extra length. But yeah, quick, good on their routes. Um, so solid wide receiver core. Yeah. All right. And next team up, Saint Teresa. This is kind of an interesting story. Yep. Um, a lot the, more, to be said. the more I was reading up on them. Also state champions last year. Also run up the scoreboard. Yeah. But they were voted out of their conference. Yep. But you don't see much. No. Definitely don't see that much. Is this be and I kind of attributed to what based on what I was reading, it's because they were so dominant mm-hmm. that the other teams decided they were tired of kind of yeah this story kind of conf- getting it handed it to them yeah the story kind of confused me because I, i've seen a few different things so i don't want to come out with like a 100 percent this is the sure. reason but i know like there were some issues with like private schools playing in public conferences so i'm i'm gotcha. just i'm not positive i know that was a big issue in new york that we battled for years where like everybody wanted the private schools like say a saint Teresa, an shg I think maybe St. Joseph Ogden would be in that category, um, where the private schools, since 
won the private should be in different divisions and stuff. So I don't know if that was the case with this. I remember hearing some things with that, but I'm not 100% sure Okay. on that because I know that kind of all came about a little early on last year when I got here. Um, but, yeah, they made, a, they made a state championship run last year. Mark Ramsey is the head coach. Yep. So he retired like uh, Ken Leonard. Crazy, both of them going out on state championship runs. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, good for them. But they got a, definitely got a talented group coming back. Yeah, but now playing, you know, teams that you've never seen before mm. um, definitely looks to be maybe a little bit of a challenge for those guys, but maybe helps you get some better competition mm. in. Um so are they independent right now, kind of like a Notre Dame, if you will? Yeah. So okay. I think I think they kind of went out and scheduled their whole entire season, just picking and choosing. Okay. Um, which may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing. I think maybe it's a kind of test, and we'll see. But if they, I I don't know what their strength of schedule would be like. But if it's an easy schedule, they might go fourteen no again. Okay. Um, but I'd hope they kind of schedule some tough games so they. Ha- are battle-tested and ready to go come playoff time. Um, but I just wonder, like, does that motivate you, not being in a conference? You're not really – all you're striving for is playoffs. You're right. not striving for a conference championship, yep. like a regular season title. Um, so does that kind of – I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like it doesn't take away much. I mean, at the end of the day, you can still say – hey, we went undefeated mm-hmm. and we beat this team, this team, this team, and this mm-hmm. team. Um, but, yeah, like you were saying, I mean, maybe it just takes a trophy off the wall since you don't get a conference championship. But, I mean, you're still playing to put another state championship mm-hmm. up on that, another banner up in that gymnasium or something like that. Yeah, but they uh, lost a few guys, I will say. Um, running back, receiver, quarterback graduating. um but kind of like with some other teams that we've talked about in the past, like they, a lot of the guy, a lot of these games were blowouts where they were up by so much. So I don't know if those kind of what they say garbage minutes helps those underclassmen because sometimes you're still playing the starters, sometimes you are playing the reserves of the other team. Yep. Up. So I don't know. We'll see if you know that. But they say garbage time minutes um, helps going into this year. Um, Kind of a, we'll see. Yeah. And they're going to be relying on their big quarterback, mm-hmm. too. Uh, and I might slaughter this last name. Uh, Max Shalowski. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. I was worried about saying the wrong yeah. thing. It's tough to take over. Um, I mean, quarterback's not an easy position to just uh, be thrown into. Right. Um, but, I mean, 6'5". As a high Big, school, we talked yeah. about six three being a tall quarterback yeah. for high school. Six five. I mean, you can see over that line. Um, you know what's coming. Uh, you know who's open. So that size and length is going to do wonders for that offense. Okay. But can he run? Don't know. Yeah. Um, six five is a tall, tall quarterback to be running at the high school level. I mean, two twenty is also hard to bring down. Yeah. I would say too. So, you know, maybe kind of Derrick Henry and mm. some guys and just tossing them aside or something. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen any tape on this guy yet, yeah. so we'll have to see uh, what he's made of. Yeah. Another team um, that kind of talked about how they have a lot of underclassmen coming up to the senior class and kind of were playing garbage minutes, Muhammad Seymour. Yeah. 
They were 11 and 1 last year. Um, a lot of dominant wins, 30 win, 30 point deficits um, that they were able to win. Um, but they, for two straight years, they went undefeated in the regular season and lost in the playoffs. So there's a hump that they have struggled to get over. But and another team that has lost a big yeah. core group too. I mean, I think coach said 17 or 18 out of their 22 starters mm-hmm. are out the door, but he did make the comment like you were saying, they get a lot of those second string kids, those third string kids mm-hmm. experience some playing time in those games because they were up by so much. Um I mean, experience is experience. Yeah. Regardless, I mean, it's it's on a big stage. You're playing to, you know, maintain that lead that your team has established. Um, and, I mean, based on their points for, points against, it seems like when those kids came in, I mean, they did a good job of holding their own yeah. and doing their job. And one big thing, and Coach emphasized this when we were talking, is it's a whole different element to come in in the third quarter when you're up 30 points than to start the game when it's tied at 0-0. Because there's no pressure on you if you're up 30 points. I mean, I guess unless you're Rochester. Um, <laughs> Dang. But, um, Dante's it, slanging them out today. But um, it's, a whole, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. I mean, if you fumble, what, what, what's, it's not going to hurt you too much being up so much. Um but yeah, that's it, it's the, the these guys coming up. They're they're gonna be battle tested early, and they gotta come out fire and taking on Morton first game of the year. Morton's a good team. Morton beat them two years ago. Um, I can't believe, can't remember if it was quarterfinals or semifinals um, of the playoffs. But it's a it's a team they've seen before. Um, but the not many of these kids were there for that. So it's um it's gonna be new and fresh for them. Right, and I mean eleven and one last season, eleven and one the season before that. Um, they got to get over that hump. Yeah, Have that to. seems to be what it is for them right now. Is obviously they're getting into the playoffs, but continuing to ride that success yeah. and you know building off each game. What little aspects can you improve? Can you kind of tweak a little bit um, and just kind of. I guess playing to your strengths and what works for you, keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. I think Muhammad Seymour, a lot of athletes, I think they'll be all right. I think uh, we might see them take a little bit of a slip. I mean, it's it's just it's it's tough bringing in so many new guys into a starting lineup. But hopefully, like I said, that experience is the experience they need in those late games. And uh, we'll see with them. Like I said, open up the season against Morton. Okay. All right. Final team up, Williamsville. Another team that can kind of put up numbers. Mm-hmm. Twelve and two last year, and they lost in the finals. So yeah, good team though. Yeah, really good team. They're wanting to take home that ring though mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, they um, coached by Aaron Coons, very good coach. He's been there for a while, been around the block. Um, they. They lost Jake Seaman at quarterback. Outstanding quarterback for them. He was starter, I think, two or three years. Um, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the area, I would say. True quarterback. Um, but, yeah, lost in the state final. That's a tough blow. It wasn't even a close game either. 
I think it was like 44 to 17, I believe. Yeah, I think that was. So it was not what they wanted. Um, they ended up, we had them on Friday Night Rivals last year against Moreau Foresight. They were up, I believe, maybe 10 or 13 heading into the fourth quarter. Moreau Foresight came down the field, scored a touchdown, and then got the ball back, and with a minute left, scored another touchdown. That was that was probably one of our best Friday Night Rivals games last year. Um, but they're a good team. We talked to them. We've actually talked to them a few times this um, this preseason. I know Carson did a story about them in the heat this week, so they've been practicing indoors as yep. well. In their new um, field house, yeah. which looks very nice. Very so. nice. It's, it's so interesting because I come here and I've been to a few places where their school has like an, a nice indoor facility. Muhammad Seymour that we just talked about, they were one of them that had a really cool indoor facility. We, not, we didn't see that much in New York unless you were like rich of the rich. Yep. Um, but yeah, Williamsville is a team, I they'll be back this year. I don't know about the state championship, but definitely contending for one Okay. And again, another team that seems like They've kind of lost a big group of guys, 26 seniors out the door, mm-hmm. bringing back eight sen- eight juniors who are now seniors, and only half of those guys were starters last year. Yep. So I guess kind of like what we were talking about with SHG culture or a product of the coaching or, mm-hmm. you know, just good athletes. But, I mean, these coaches seem to – continue to have success year after year i mean yeah they get these little struggles here and there but i mean overall winning records um only a game here game there mm-hmm. and i mean it seems like a lot of these teams the one game that they are happen to lose is you know third fourth round of the playoffs so they are making a bit of a run mm-hmm. um but williamsville i mean they've got experience those kids who were on the sidelines last year definitely are watching taking everything in of course um so i mean i'm sure they want to be right back there in the state championship game at memorial stadium and this year take home the trophy yeah and uh kind of like shg in rochester like i mentioned with moral foresight and williamsville that'll be just another true battle this year more foresight another really good team so uh, i'm looking forward to that game Part of our Friday Night Rivals uh, showdown this year, and I can go through as we transition out of the teams. Sure. Go through our lineup of games this year. What do we got? Opening up the season, Lincoln versus Lamphere. That'll be at Lamphere on a brand-new turf field and everything. They just renovated Memorial A lot of Stadium. people have brand-new turf fields, it seems a lot like, of this year. A lot of teams. I know St. Joseph Ogden ha- just got a new field. Monticello just got a new field. Less maintenance, I suppose. Yeah. Don't have to um, mow and water and yeah, all that jazz. Yeah, I don't jazz. know how it all works. Um, I, I always yeah. like playing on turf fields yeah, as just, opposed to grass. This week is like the worst week to have right. a turf field because it's just hot. But, um, yeah, that game week one, we also have, um, with that Lincoln-Lamphere game, we put up coach's call with um, Coach Goff and Coach Sikowski. Um Put that up on podcast so if you want to listen to that Moreau Foresight versus Auburn week two that is at Auburn um should be an easy game for Moreau Foresight Auburn's good though I just mean Moreau Foresight very impressive with this year uh week three you have Central A&M heading to St. Teresa St. Teresa we just talked about um then you have Chatham at Springfield High School that'll be technically at Lamphere back in the Memorial Stadium since they share a field 
Uh, you have Athens heading to Williamsville, another team we just talked about. Um, could be a good game. Um, we highlighted Athens, so if you want to learn more about them, we have that up on our website. SHG at Chatham Glenwood. That should be a battle. I mean, Chatham Glenwood's good. They produce some good quarterbacks. I know they have um, the guy over at North Central who just won a national championship. He's a Chatham Glenwood alum, um, their quarterback. Then we have Williamsville versus Moroa Forsyth. Um, that's the game I talked about. That'll be a great game. Probably our best game of the year. Okay. Friday Night Rivals. Then um, we have Charleston at Taylorville on October 13th. That should be an interesting game, to say the least. Uh, then we have ending the season, New Berlin at Pleasant Plains. Okay. So, there's some uh, really good games in the middle of A little bit of, of everybody there. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of the Springfield area schools and be able to showcase. Hopefully we get some really close games. No, uh, no blowouts or any tough beatdowns. Um, so we can get people the best product. Yeah, just like to watch good football. Like to watch both teams kind of score. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes you out of it a little bit if one team is struggling a little bit more yeah. than the other one is. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good season. Yeah, looking forward to it. So. And with the Friday Night Rivals, those will be broadcasted on CW23. Yep. Um, if I'm not mistaken, everyone will every game will start at 7, but every, every pregame will be at 6.30. Technically, week one, Lanphier Lincoln, because of the heat. We've got an extra long pregame yeah, show right coming now, up. Right now, the start time is 7.30. Yeah. That could be pushed back to 7.45 or 8 o'clock. Um, we will see. Yeah. We don't know. But 7.30 right now, start time, about an hour pregame show. It should be long. We'll have everything. I mean, just based on what – I mean, I know we're talking a lot about the heat. Based on what the last couple of days have been like – Tomorrow's supposed to be a little bit cooler. Good. But, I mean, not by much. We're still under excessive heat warning. Um, even at 9, 10 o'clock, we've still been having heat index yeah. close to 100 degrees. So, I mean, it's going to be warm. Whatever teams are wearing the dark jerseys, yep. I'm feeling for them. Um, be hot. I know when it's cold, you know, you get those hand warmers and stuff they don't have anything like that for when it's hot you know you gotta get like one of those i used to use in high school they're like i don't know if they ever worked or it was just a mind thing you know those like rags that they showcase on tv and it's oh yeah those Those things work okay i I used used one of those when i was working out in california and i mean this kind of weather was just what our air temperature was in california Mm -hmm. i mean there's no avoiding the heat during the summer and it starts up in may and pretty much goes through october where you're talking about triple digits and stuff like that but those towels work you know stay hydrated dynamic stretching don't just you know stand there and stretch you want to add that movement element to your stretching and stuff like that so you don't pull anything hurt anything but yeah I will say as we wrap this up, uh, we're going to have uh, – I'm trying to think of some things in the pregame show to look forward to. We're going to take a tour to the new Memorial Stadium renovations. We're going to talk to Chloe Froby of Lincoln, a star basketball player over there. I think we're going to be talking to the district as well about everything with the renovations as well as just having this game, hosting a Friday Night Rivals. We're going to kind of have everything. I'm um, looking forward to – you know, Friday Night Rivals this season, the high school football season yeah. is back. Illinois football season is going to be back soon, too. So it's yeah. a uh, it's going to be a busy time in Central Illinois sports. It is. 
So that'll do it here on Rookie in the Vet. Make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Hit us, uh, check us out on YouTube as well if you're not already watching there. Um, and yeah, follow us on Twitter. Check out all the articles on our website for all the previews for each team across Central Illinois area. We're going to be continuing to do that throughout the weeks as we go through the season just to kind of try to hit every team. And you guys have already been hitting it pretty hard. Yeah, I think Um, we have like 14 or 15 teams we've hit. You and Brielle have been out there, you know, putting in the time while these kids are putting in their practice time. And we haven't even done Lincoln Lanphier yet. That'll, That'll be up on our website soon. We'll have those previews ahead of... Um, that game so yeah that'll do it here on rookie and the vet if you haven't listened to the other episodes make sure to check those out too um especially the ones looking ahead to the illinois football season those schedules realignment you name it um but yeah that'll do it here on rookie and the vet and we'll see you next time